everybody, and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm Nate Armbruster, and if you're just joining us, thanks for joining me. And if you're new here, thanks for joining me. And if you're returning, thanks for coming back, because that means I must be doing all right. I hope. I hope you're liking the show. I'm hoping you're liking the solo episodes. I'm having fun. Uh, It's fun uh, forcing myself to be more creative and work on shit. So it's it's very helpful having the pressure uh, and to not be able to blame the fact that I can't find a guest this week to just not post an episode. So I hope I hope you're putting up with me. I promise if you're not feeling it yet, it'll get good. It'll get better. I promise. I'm working on it. So so thanks for sticking with me. I appreciate you listening. I'm in Michigan right now. I'm in Michigan. I'm not in my closet recording uh, as I usually am. Uh, I'm in my mom's basement. I'm visiting for the weekend. Had a show last night. That was fun. Um, yeah, I love coming back, man. It's nice. I, I come back a lot because there's just so many places here that let me work uh, and perform. And, and so currently that's all I'm relying on. So I kind of need it. So of course I'm going to, I'm definitely going to come back. I drive back and forth from Chicago to Detroit a lot. And I left a few days ago to come to Michigan and I'm obsessed. I've been obsessed lately with Starbucks cold brew, particularly that nitro. Both are good. I but lately I've been hooked on that nitro and it's it is mind I don't know. It's just it I think it just tastes good. I like the taste of it. And it just works, man. It gets me it's more potent than normal coffee as far as caffeine goes. So I'm happy with it. So I find myself purchasing those a lot more and uh it's good for a long drive. If you need some energy It'll keep you awake. Starbucks is interesting. I used to only just get the hot coffee, you know, just regular. I used to get just hot black coffee. That's it. That's usually what I would get. But now that I'm hooked on this cold brew stuff, there's a, it's more of a, it's, it's easier. It's just right on tap. So they just have to go pour it. There's no process involved. They just have to pour it and I'm on the road. Let's go. It's nice and quick. There's no blending or whipping or anything like that. It's just, it's ready to go. Just pull the tap and you're good. I left at like 5.30 or 6 in the morning, whatever. They had just opened. And it was the funniest thing. I'm just, I order my my drink. And I didn't know this. You can, If you're getting the nitro cold brew, you can only get, the largest size you can get is a medium. But if you get like a normal cold brew, you can get like the 40 ounce or whatever the biggest one is. And that's what I would usually get. And I don't even, I don't understand the size. I, you would think as much as I go there, I would understand the size chart and how it works and like what I would know what size to order. But no. Every time I go in there, I'm still like, hey, uh, give me the biggest size you can. That's literally what I say. Uh, what's the biggest size? And they're like, Trent, you're in here every day, sir. You should know this. So I decided to try the, the nitro cold brew. And I said exactly that. I said, give me the biggest size you can give me. And she goes, medium. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah. She goes, this stuff's potent. Uh, you'll have a heart attack. We legally can't give out any more than a medium. And I was like, are you kidding? That shit's legit. So I order my nitro and I'm standing there in an empty Starbucks by myself. Eight employees on the other side of the counter, all of them talking, getting their day started. She goes, what's your name? I go, Nate. Okay, that'll be ready in a minute. So I stand there in an empty Starbucks watching them prepare my order and she goes, Nate, your drink's ready. Nate, like as if I wasn't going to notice that you know like it's not like there's a line 
There's not a hundred people in here. Just just put it on the counter. I know it's mine. Okay, you don't have to. We don't have to pretend here. This woman. But I love people who do that. I love people who take their job seriously. Now they're like, I don't care if you're the only person in here. My job, I have to say, nitro for Nate. Okay, thanks. I got it. Yes, I know it's mine. I'm, who else would it be for? It's just people get like that. We all have like a customer service voice, like on the phone. You know, hi, how are you? Yeah. Um. Anyway, I. Every it's always like a higher pitch voice too, like. Hey, um, I just was calling. I just, I had a, I had a quick question about the, it always goes up a notch. So if you know any comedians, you, there's a lot of stereotypical, like, um, I guess questions, you know, like, oh, tell me a joke or whatever, like that kind of shit. But a very common one is, uh, I don't have a website, but I'm working on it. But you know who, I mean, I'm not really. I'm not that well known. There's nobody, nobody's coming just to see me usually, you know, most of the places I perform at, it's, it's just whoever shows up, you know, as I mean, maybe I'll run into somebody I know, or maybe I'll have a friend in town that's like, Hey, I'm coming to your show, but that's it. For a while, I couldn't justify spending money on making a website and and a website that's good. You don't want to just, you don't want any shitty old website. You know, you want to make it look nice. You want to represent yourself well. So I just never really invested in it. And uh, I have to get better about promoting my shows, but every once in a while, someone will be like, hey, when are you performing in town? I'll find out the nearest place to them, and I'll say, here, uh, I'll be here in a week if you want to come out. And then it turns into an entire conversation about, okay, well, when's the show? What time? Where's it at? Who else is performing? What's the event for? What? Who, you know, is there? Is there a two-drink minimum? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Just go to the fucking show and watch the show. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. If you're a fan of comedy, it's so easy. Go to your local comedy club. Buy a ticket at the door. Maybe call ahead even. You know, buy it online. A lot of places do that now. It's real fucking easy. Don't, you know, and I just, I don't understand the hand-holding that has to happen when people want to come see it. And is it just because you know me? I don't, I, and we don't even know each other that well. You, I, you know, it's just, a, it was a Facebook message they saw. And it was like, oh my God, hey, you're coming to town. Anyway, give us the details. No, go fucking find out. I don't care. I'm not, no, I'm not holding your hand through this. If you can't figure it out, if you can't figure out how to buy a ticket, go to a show, watch it, enjoy the shit out of yourself, enjoy your night have a couple drinks, come say hi after, and then go on about your night, then I don't want to help you. I don't want you at my show if you need that much help. Now, it's different for people I know personally, right? Like my mom, I got you. You know what I mean? Like my fam, friends, family, people I know, people I get lunch with on like a Tuesday. Yeah, I would love to have a conversation about this with you. If I haven't seen you in 10 years, I'm not, I'm not, no, we're not doing this. So when you want to go to a concert, do you th- say you're going to see like I don't know Drake, whatever the kids like, do you DM him and say, "Hey, uh, where's the show at?" Oh, okay, uh, Madison Square Garden. All right, um, where's that? Where's that? Uh, okay, um, can you tell me how much tickets are? Just fucking go to the website. It's it's easy. Just go- it's so easy now, guys. You just and you know every once in a while, I'm fortunate enough to be on a show that's sold out, but for the most part, you know, just show up at the door and buy the ticket, you know. Sometimes it's cheaper if you buy them ahead of time, depending on the venue. But I can't believe I even have to have conversations with people about this. I mean, we're both millennials. You figure it out. 
you really want to impress a friend of yours that's in any sort of creative endeavor, art, music, comedy, whatever it is, you really want to impress them and make them feel like you care. If you really want to go out of your way, you know, follow them as if you follow any artist that you like. Find out when they're performing near you and just go. Go to the show. And if it's if it's somebody you know personally, just go say hi after it. And you know what? If you're that close, they'll be so thrilled that you were there. I've had that happen to me before where people I haven't seen in a while that I really enjoy. I'm like, oh my God, you saw it. And thank God you came to this one because it was great. That's never the case though. They always come to the shit show that's like out in the middle of nowhere. There's like 11 people. It's just a real bitch. You know, like there's like, there's 11 people and they're two of them. And you're like, I promise it's not always this bad. Or I promise it's not always this much of a shit show, you know? And it's usually fun because it's just, you make it fun. It is what it is. But, oh, it's so frustrating. And just like, do you really have this hard of a time figuring out how to go out into public? I have a personal rule about uh, getting people free tickets. I don't do it. I don't. Not if I don't know you. Like, I've done it for friends who have been there since the beginning. Like, you know, my mom, if she comes to a show, she's come, she's just going to come in with me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to make her pay. But I'm not at this level that I can just get free shit, man. Like, who do you think I am? I'm busting my ass out here, as is any comic. And you have the balls to ask for free tickets? Like, who, you know, I make, you know, this is how I make my living. And we both know I'm not famous. So this venue, I need this venue more than this venue needs me, you know? So to ask me to ask the guy that booked me about getting free tickets, you better know me well. But sometimes I'll do it out of the kindness of my heart. Sometimes I have friends that come out. They come out every time, right? They're always there. They always bring a bunch of people. I'll get them two tickets. You know what I mean? Just, you know, as a thank you for like actually supporting me and wanting to be there and stuff like that. I love when somebody asks to go to a show, I, I hold their hand through the whole process. I send them the website. That's not enough. They still ask me what time the show's at, how much tickets are. And I go, look, tickets are $20. This is a special event. And I give them all the details. I do all of it over the course of a week. Also, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Then the night of the show, I talk to the manager and he goes, oh, you got some friends coming out? Yeah, just, you know, we'll, we'll just let them in. You know, they don't have to buy tickets. I go, really? That's awesome. Thanks, man. It's about an hour before the show. I send them a message saying, hey, guys, let me know when you get here. I found out that the manager will just let you in. You don't have to buy tickets. And you know what? They don't fucking show up. What? You just made me look like an asshole. That's what you do. Ah, oh, so frustrating, man. I just, I can't stand it. I'm sorry I'm so angry about this, but it's just like, I mean, and I know I didn't have to ask them, but I just said, I thought I'd be nice. I'm like, you know what? These people are actually coming. And and the particular show I was on could have gone one of two ways. It could have been amazing or awful. So I would have felt horrible if these folks paid $20 a seat to watch me eat it. But it's a little easier. I at least have an argument when I say, well, I got you tickets. So, you know, if it sucks, (laughs) there's no investment in the evening. Okay. But if it's great, you're like, holy shit, what a great night. We got free tickets. The show was great. But nope, you didn't show up. Now I look like a moron. And you know what? The show was great. You would have had a goddamn blast. Oh, it's so annoying. But any artist will tell you the same thing. And I'm not, and I don't even know if I'd consider what I do art, but I, you know, any sort of, any friend of yours that's in any creative endeavor, don't ask them for free shit if you don't really support what they do. That's all. Just, 
If you want to support a friend, support a friend. Buy their movie, buy their CD, buy their painting, buy their t-shirt, whatever they're making. Just buy it and wear it and tell your friends about it. I guess this might be a good time to mention that I don't know how you're listening to this, if you're on iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff, but it's available everywhere. The show is literally everywhere. Please go download it. Tell your friends about it. Give it a share, a like on Facebook, One Crazy Story, uh, at Nate Comedy, at One Crazy Story. If you want to email me, onecrazystory at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. So I've been on a huge bourbon kick lately, and I've been uh, drinking bourbon almost. Some people would say too much, but I, I don't think I have... I think I'm I'm doing okay. You know, it's it's not a problem yet. But I'm definitely on a bourbon kick for sure. I found out that yesterday at the time of this recording was National Bourbon Day. So of course I'm drinking bourbon. I, I'm into the I like the flavors, the taste and the I just I've been trying to I've been trying to all sorts of stuff and it's like it's I'm it's growing on me. I like it a lot. I've always kinda liked it, but now I'm like I have a whole different perspective on it. And you don't get wasted. It, you know, like I can, I could pound three beers pretty quickly and then it's like, whoa, I better slow down, you know, but like a, a bourbon you're sipping, you're not chugging that, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, it actually, if anything, it makes me more responsible as far as my, you know, how I'm going to act at the bar over the course of an evening. You know, I'm, I'll drink significantly less alcohol if I'm sipping on a bourbon, you know what I mean? That's my, that was my argument last night. I'm like, you know what? If I have two of these, I'm good. Over the course of like five hours, this is great. You just sip them. You're safe. It's all good. You don't get too drunk. You're fine. But people get funny about bourbon. Like, oh, like it's this classy thing. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm particularly classy in any way. So we did a show on national bourbon day and, uh, it was awesome. We had a blast. My friend Gary Madera, fellow Michigan comedian, and Bob Phillips were on the show. Uh, if you don't know either of them, check them out. Um, Gary Madera is awesome. Uh, Gary's been a friend since I started. Bob, same way. I've known him for a while. Actually, I've been helping him and Sal D'Amelio, another comedian, edit and produce their podcast. It's called The Sal and Bob Show, so you can you can definitely check that out as well. It's very funny. So yeah, so it was me... It was Gary, myself, and Bob on a show last night, and uh, Gary, Gary's like my go-to guy for any sort of gig. Like if somebody goes, do you know anybody that can do that? I always say Gary, just because he's such a great dude, and uh, he's so fun. It's just, it's always a pleasure, you know what I mean? So Gary, Gary and I went to Taco Bell after, and uh, we went to the nearest Taco Bell, um, and we dined in, which you know, I mean... It was like 11.30 maybe. So you know it's going to be, you know, it's just like, it's it's Taco Bell. We're dining in, which sounds like, dining in at a Taco Bell is a is a funny vibe because um, you don't know what you're going to get. Could be, a, could be a nice place, but it's, you're still dining in at a fast food restaurant. You know, nobody does that. It's always sad. But now when you're with, now when you're with Gary, we actually had a blast. Honestly, hands down the best customer service I've had at any Taco Bell. Like, this woman was so excited to take our order, and she was so nice. So shout out to Taylor. <laughs> See, that's how good her customer service was, is that I remember her name. You know? She was great. She was upselling me on shit, which is easy at Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> The thing that made me laugh the most is we were going to leave her a review, you know? Like, because she was so nice, so helpful, kind you know, whatever. You just always want to help somebody out like that. You know, she could easily be an asshole and get away with it because she works at Taco Bell. She It's 1130 at night. 
everybody that comes in here is a piece of shit. So she could easily have been rude and been like, Ugh, what do you want? Come on, let's go. Come on, it's Taco Bell. Everything's the same. No, she was, she was so engaging and kind. And it was five-star customer service for Taco Bell for sure. So Gary and I were talking about leaving her a review and I look up on like Apple Maps or whatever and turns out people leave Yelp reviews at Taco Bell. Did not know this. If you go to any location, like so you can look at any location on whatever map app that you use, there are food reviews. There are reviews. People take the time to review this shit and I got to read you a few of them because these are ridiculous. I just find it hilarious that so many people need to share their opinion about Taco Bell. I thought it was like common knowledge that you're probably not going to have a good time. You know, I mean, the food is what it is. I mean, that's it's Taco Bell. You're just you're going to get what you're going to get. But who's taking the time to review this shit? Listen to this. The most recent review. So I, I, I looked up the location on Apple Maps and it took me over to Yelp. And this last guy. So this was six months ago. And all it's it's one star. All right. One star for a fast food restaurant. Should have taken a lap and looked around before ordering. Place is a disgusting mess. Tables dirty. Food on the floor. Drink dispensary has spills and ice all over it. Condiments are a mess. Food prep floor area. Disgusting. Yeah. As is every Taco Bell. Who walks in like, you know what? These tables are dirty. Gonna guess that the food's probably gross. Come on. Another one. One star. John M. Every time I go here, I specifically ask for extra sauce packets with my meal. And every time I do, they give me one packet per item I order. I didn't know it was so hard to grab a handful of sauce. So this guy gave it a one-star review. Says he never gets the right amount of sauce that he asks for. But he goes back every time. So he gives the place one star, but goes back. What a loser. Like, I mean, who does that? Who, who, who lives this kind of life? You know, I mean, even if I've had a bad, I've had bad experiences at Taco Bell, but I don't talk about it. If anything, I'm online right now talking about how great my experience was. But like, who does that? One, just go in and get, I mean, it's, it's sauce, man. Just get over here. One star, that's it. And it's fast food, okay? If you expect anybody in that room to care, if you expect them to actually give a shit, you're, you're going about life all wrong. Because it, it should be the opposite. I expect them to not give a shit. But when they do, even if it's a little bit, dude, the experience is amazing. Oh, this is a good one. Dakota, two stars. Time of closing online is 2 a.m. Pulled up at 2.06 a.m. and they were already closed. This is the second time it has happened. If you close it to post that time. Don't close early just because you feel like it. Hey, Dakota, it's Taco Bell. Let those people go home early, okay? Who gives a shit? They're not going to stick around for your $8 order, okay? And then Chris G. I love how mad these people get. If you enjoy wrong orders and brown water from the soda machine due to a root beer bleeding into the water line, then this is your place. The water has been an issue for at least two years, and recently the accuracy of orders have slipped greatly. So this is another guy that hates the place so much that he'll leave a bad review and give them one star, yet still support the business. People are so dumb. Oh, this is great. I love that. I love that people get so mad about, like, wrong orders, yet when they get somebody else's food, they just drive off with it, you know? Ooh, this one. Gen S, one star. All caps with 18 asterisks on either side. A must read. 
drive through wait time confirmed. 30 minutes on a Tuesday at 8.15 p.m. What are you doing with your life, Jen? I wish these people would care this much about their personal lives if they're sitting at a drive-thru for 30 minutes at a Taco Bell. You know, you know how much food you could have made in 30 minutes if you had just gone to the grocery store? I'd really hate to experience peak hours. I've never expected five-star food. It's Taco Bell. Well, then don't. You would think, though, since the wait was 30 minutes, you could only assume that they are behind, which means at least your food will be hot. Yeah, not so much. First time ever my lukewarm Taco Bell stuck like glue to the wrapper. The employees seem to be enjoying themselves, though. Guess they don't realize who pays their paychecks. I made that very clear. They may want to refocus and add a bit more urgency to their day. Lucky for me, I won't be back to see if any of the suggestions resonated. I'll take my 30 minutes and cook. Healthy or real taste. See, I get This is pissing me off, man. Just because this is how people live their lives. One suggestion. All right, back to the review. One suggestion I forgot to add in parentheses. Hopefully they read this. If this location chooses to continue ignoring the true meaning of the fast food gimmick and at least remod the food drive through layout. For those of us who want to bail out <laughs> giving me that much time to think of, of all the healthier options I should be choosing from this is a positive, but again, let us out. Oh, hilarious. So she got trapped. She couldn't get out. And she just sat there thinking about how much of a loser she is. I guess that's the best. I, you know, this woman should give her, should, this woman should be giving them five stars if she had this revelation while in the drive through Paid full price, was given an auto response. We are shorthanded. I said, wow, looks like you've been shorthanded for quite some time, then directed them to Yelp. When will we be able to post zero stars? This establishment doesn't deserve any. Well, Jen, I hope you decided to make healthier choices because you are a psycho. Holy shit. I love that. She sat in the drive-thru so long, she decided that she was a piece of shit. You know what? I should be eating healthier anyway. But the best part is when she got that food, after all she thought about was eating healthier, she still ate it. She could have just said, no, I'm good. So I hope you out there listening to this, um, next time you go to a fast food restaurant, read the reviews because they're hilarious. That's, uh, that's really my takeaway from that. So, um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening guys. Thanks for putting up with my stuff. Thanks for putting up with me. Uh, if you guys like the show, tell your friends about it. Leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Tell your friends about it. Listen everywhere. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Tweet me, Instagram me, all that good stuff. At Nate Comedy, at One Crazy Story. I'm easy to get a hold of at onecrazystory at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. That's it for this week, and I'll talk to you next time.